Learn Persian with Chai in Conversation, Rumi's Divanisho, Part 5. Hello and welcome to our part five discussion of Rumi's poem, Divanisho. In this lesson, we're going to be going over the last two lines of this beautiful poem. So at this point, I want to play the entire poem as read by Fadid Shafinuri. But as you're listening, I want you to repeat the lines along with him as much as you can. Hopefully at this point, you've been memorizing along the way and can say most of the words. And I just want to say that one thing about Iranian culture is that people traditionally have so many of these classic poems memorized. And once you memorize them, you find that they become relevant in more and more day-to-day situations. You'll be able to relate to life occurrences in different ways, deal with situations differently by recalling these lines and reciting them. And ultimately, you can use them generally when communicating in Persian as well. Many of the words and phrases in classical Persian poetry are the same ones used in conversation today. So you're just building the vocabulary you can use in everyday conversation. So with all that said, let's listen and recite along with Fadid. Dilat raha kun aashiqa Diwanisho, diwanisho Vandar dile aatash dara Parwanisho, parwanisho Ham khish ra bigane kun Ham khane ra virane kun وانگه بیا با آشغان همخانش و همخانش و رو سینه را چون سینه ها هفت آبشو از کینه ها وانگه شراب عشق را پیمانش و پیمانش و باید که جمله جان شوی تا لایق جانان شوی گر سوی مستان می روی مستانش و All right, so hopefully at this point you understood everything except for those very last two lines. And let's just listen to those last two lines again, see if you can pick out any of the vocabulary before we go over it. So just as we usually do, let's start with the command. So the very final command in this portion of the poem is Mastanisho. Mast is the word for drunk. Mast. And mastane is the word for intoxicated or the state of intoxication. Mastane. So mastanesho is become intoxicated. Mastanesho. So let's go back to the very first sentence. Let's listen to the full sentence again. Bayat ke jomle jan shavi. Let's go over the command word in this sentence, which we hear twice actually. Shavi. This means you shall become. Shavi. So it's similar to show or become, but it's set in the future. Let's look at the rest of the line to see it in context. So bayad means must. Bayad. And ke means that. Ke. Next, the concept of jomle jan. So you've probably heard the word jan before. It comes up all the time in conversation. It means life or soul. Jan. 
And this often comes up in conversation as a sort of term of endearment. Like if you say someone's name, you follow it up with John as a way of, for instance, calling them dear. So like if someone's name is Sara, you say Sara John, meaning Sara dear. But like I said, it means soul or life. John. And Jomle in this case means all of or the entirety of. Jomle. Or the sum of, the total of. Jomle. So Jomle John means the entirety of life. So all encompassing, all of existence. Jomle John. So then, Bayad ke Jomle John Shavi basically means you must become all of existence. Or more literally, it means that you must become the entirety of existence. Become one with existence, with living. Let's repeat this together. Bayad ke jomle jan shavi. So you must become all of existence. Next part is talayeke janan shavi. So obviously we have the word shavi again here. And again, it means you shall become. Shavi. Ta is the word for to, as in in order to. Ta. Layek means worthy. Layek. Now, this next part is fascinating. It's saying layek janan. Now, before we had the word ashik, which means love, and then we learned ashikan, and that means the lovers. So it's plural. So then jan again means existence or life. Janan then means the living. Those who are of the spirit, those who are one with existence. Janan. And again, think of the way we use John in conversation. To call someone John means that they are dear. So Janan, the dearest, they are the ones who are one with life and with being. Janan. So then, Janan, to be worthy of those who are living, of those who are one with existence. And means in order to become worthy of those who are alive. So let's look at this whole line again. So you must become the entirety of life in order to become worthy of the living. The way Fatty translated this in his version is, do not just mingle with the spirit. Allow the beloved to flow through your veins. And this is a beautiful way to translate this as well. Another way to put this is, you must be all love in order to be worthy of the beloved. John is synonymous with love. Janan are synonymous with ashiran or the lovers. So to be love, you must become love. So let's repeat this together. Bayat ke jomle jan shavi. All right, let's listen to the last line. Now let's go back to our command again. We learned this at the beginning of the lesson. Mast is the word for drunk, and mastanisho means become intoxicated. Mastanisho, mastanisho. We see the word mast in this line with mastan. So again, this is similar to ashagan and janan. 
Maston is the plural, and it means those who are drunk. So those who are intoxicated. Maston. Garsuye maston means in the direction of the drunkards. Garsuye maston. And garsu is not really a word we use in modern conversation. We do hear besu, and it means the same thing. Besuye. However, there are a few different other ways to say in the direction of. You could say betarafe, and that literally means in the direction of. Betarafe. So taraf means direction, betarafe means in the direction of. So you're walking toward them. However, su is more active. Garsuye means you're searching for and seeking out. So maybe this is the most accurate way to say it. When you seek the drunkards. So garsuye means in search of or seeking. Garsuye. Garsuye maston. So seeking out the drunkards, searching for them and seeking them out. And finally, the word midavi. And this is the present tense continuous of to go. Miravi. And this could mean you are presently going or you will go. Miravi. So again, this is in poetry. It's drawing out the word. But in conversational Persian, this would simply be midi. You go or you will go. And it's the informal you. Midi. But the way it looks in written Persian and the way it appears in this poem is miravi. So garsuye maston miravi means when you go seek out the drunkards. Garsuye maston miravi. And finally, the command, mastonisho. Become intoxicated. Become intoxicated. Incredible. So in this last line, he's saying, you have actively searched for these people, the intoxicated ones. Don't just seek them, become them. And what is this state of intoxication? So this is a huge concept in Sufism, just as madness or divanagi is this egoless state and a desired state of being, so is the state of mastane or intoxication. It's being intoxicated with love, being one with the universe, being with the lovers, the asheran. And remember that in the last line of the poem, the command had been to become the chalice for the wine of love. So keep that in mind when we're talking about the drunkards. They are drunk off of the wine of love, of being. So in these last two lines again, first he says, you must become jomle jan and you must become mastane. So we can assume that these are both similar states and again, similar to the state of divanegi or being mad. Let's go over these last two lines once again together. Bayat ke jomle jan shavi. All right, and that is the very last two lines of our poem. At this point, let's listen to Farid recite the whole thing one last time. Try to recite it with him. 
دیوانه شو دیوانه شو ون در دل آتش درا پروانه شو پروانه شو هم خیش را بیگانه کن هم خانه را ویرانه کن وانگه بیا با آشغان هم خانه شو هم خانه شو رو سینه را چون سینه ها هفت آب شو از کینه ها وانگه شراب عشق را پیمانه شو پیمانه شو باید که جمله جان شوی تا لایق جانان شوی گر سوی مستان میروی مستانه شو مستانه شو And hopefully you understood all the words and phrases in this poem. And that is the end of the portion of the poem we're learning. At this point, I want you to memorize this poem, to take in these words, to say them over and over again until they become a part of you. As you memorize it, the meaning will evolve and you'll be able to personalize this poem to your own life situation. That's the beauty of Persian poetry and of learning them in this way. I would love to hear what you think about it as well. Go to the lesson page for this poem to see where you can join in on the discussion. And that's it for this lesson and for our study of Rumi's Divanisho. Thank you for listening and until next time, Khuda Hafiz from Leila. Leila.